hello and welcome to Self Social Emotional Learning for Faculty, SEL for the adults in the building. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our second episode. I am super happy to have you here. And I just want to start out by saying that I hope this is the only episode that kind of starts with a negative vibe. I feel like I have to bring this up because it's on my heart so heavy all the time. And that is this mantra that kids first, that we always put in kids first. You know, a lot of uh, schools put that like in their school motto or their school vision, kids first. Now, I 100% agree with the intention behind that. We don't think, we don't need to do things just to make the adults comfortable or um, what they're going to do, because it really is all about the kids. I, I want to say that it really is all about the kids. But I think what has happened is that we've put kids first at the detriment of some of the adults. And I think that is the problem. And I, where this really like stands out to me is the last brick and mortar teaching job I had is that we were with the children when we got to school our contract time, there were five minutes, five minutes in the morning of contract time, not with students. After that five minutes, it was outside duty for the entire, for every teacher had outside duty. Did every teacher need to be out there for the safety of the students? No, but that was their, um, that's their setup, right? And I, I don't know if it was to bond with the students or just in case people didn't show up, I don't know. But that was it. And then at the end of the day, students stayed with us until the end of contract time. And at that time, we could take them to SafeKey, which is the after school program. Right. So there was like no time for teachers because this is what was best for the kids. Well, and let's be real, kind of best for the system as well. Right. But even in even the morning, like even the morning, like why did all the teachers need to be there? They thought the bonding with the students, right? But this has become at an expense to the adults. So this is why I say kids first doesn't work because it has become detrimental and toxic to the adults. Every teacher needs to realize that they are first. They need to come first. Again, like I said in the episode, SEL is this crazy notion that you're a person first and a teacher second. So you need to come first. You need to take care of yourself. I think this is what leads to all of the, um, like they used to give attendance awards, like at the end, if you didn't take any sick days, right? Like, I think that's what at least you need to be here for the kids, do it for the kids, do it for the kids, right? But you need to do it for yourself. You need to be that whole healthy, happy human. Now, as, as we have been shown the system probably isn't going to do it for us, right? So we need to take control of it in our own lives. And this is where self comes in, is to think about this for ourself, to really look at our own SEL growth and learning so that we can stand up for our needs because we know, and this is the kids part, we know that's what impacts the kids, right? Even think of parenting. So whole healthy happy parents just naturally it like feeds down to the kids but even like in marriages they say your your number one relationship is your partner not your kid right and same thing your number one relationship is yourself 
to build relationship with yourself because we know that whole healthy happy teachers are going to naturally like bleed that out to their students and whole healthy happy teachers do what's best for their students kids first doesn't even have to be a mantra it doesn't have to be because it's just a thing that happens because I have filled my own cup, right? If I take the time to fill my cup and make sure that I am strong and healthy in the relationship with myself, it's naturally going to come out to my students. Not only that, what a great example to my students. Like if I want my kids to be in a class with a whole healthy, happy teacher, that gives that example to my student, to give that example to my kid, to say, take care of yourself first, because you need to be strong in your mental wellness and your physical wellness before you can help anybody else. And then when you do help other people, it's going to be so much more impactful, right? We have to focus on putting our own mask on first. So this involves our own social emotional journey, a journey based on growth. You've seen so many teachers, um, like teacher retention, like teachers aren't staying because they aren't able to be resilient in this system, right? Because everything that happens externally, it's brought in internally. Now, there is no fault or blame ever in this podcast, there is no fault or blame. There's only being at cause. I am at cause for what happens in my life. I am at cause for the energy I bring to my classroom, right? What I cannot control what other people do, but I can control what I do about it and the energy I bring to the table. What do I bring to the table? So teachers with strong social emotional wellness, not only have less behavior problems, less classroom management issues, but when things do arise, right, they have the well-being and the wherewithal to be able to take care of that because they're not spent. They're not spent themselves. So this is just, a, this is a reason why I think it's super important that we look at the social and emotional wellness of the adults in the building. So what are some ways that you can focus on self? Self first, self first with everyone, including the students. That's what I, I really would want to bring to my students is that they need to have relationship with themselves. That's why they can't, they don't have healthy relationships out in the world. That's why they don't have healthy relationships with us, with other students, with their parents is because they don't have a healthy relationship with themselves. Same with us. Because we don't have a healthy relationship with ourselves, it's hard to build those relationships with students. So let's start. What are five ways you could just start? These are baby steps to building self first. One is awareness. My, I always say awareness is the first step to everything. Be aware and conscious of your actions, your thoughts, your behaviors throughout the day. Where are you sacrificing at a detriment really to everybody. I say at a detriment to the teachers and the adults, but really that becomes a detriment to everybody. And I think our results kind of prove that. Look at the results of our education system. It might be better where you live than where I live, but nationwide, look at our results. And I think we can show that it's not working. 
right? So look throughout your day where you are sacrificing at a detriment yourself for that of others, including your students. Awareness is key. You'll start to notice not only where you're doing it, and it may be easier to notice others first. Maybe be aware of your administration or a fellow teacher or just kind of sit in that, uh, that room where things happen, the teacher's lounge, and notice and notice what's happening. Be aware, not just a lot of times we get stuck because it's so stressful, right? We get stuck in just kind of numbly taking one step at a time, following the steps, but with no consciousness, no intention, right? And that's why I think awareness is so important. Be aware of what's happening. The second thing is build in time. And I know what you're thinking right now. You're like, I don't have any time. Do you know all these things that they make me do? But we also know that, for example, if you have no time to work out and take care of your health, you're going to pay for that later, right? If you don't make the time, if you don't make the time, it's going to impact you and take time away from you later. So build in a little bit of time. This doesn't even have to be a lot. Just build in a little bit of time to work on yourself, your relationship with yourself. Right now, whatever that means to you, you can keep continuing to listen to this podcast for ideas and tips on how to do that. But build in that time. Make it like an appointment. Make it like an appointment. I do mine early in the morning, like right when I wake up or right after I go to the gym. Um, It might work better for you at night. Just pick and start with like five minutes if you need to. Five minutes of growth for whatever that means to you about focusing on yourself. Now, caveat, I might do a whole episode on this, but self-growth is not self-care, right? Self-care can be part of your self-growth journey, but it is not self-growth. So this is, we're not talking about taking a bubble bath, getting a massage. Those are all super important um, for your wellness, for relaxation, for burnout. This is building a foundation. This is more than that. This is building a foundation so that you are stronger in your beingness, right? So it's a little bit different. So self-care is not the same as self-growth. So build in that time for self-growth. Another, slow down. I know you're probably like, uh, April, you talk really fast. Why are you telling us to slow down? I have to consciously, intentionally do this. I get caught up in things. And sometimes it's important for me to slow down. When you're with the kids and things are chaotic, right? Slow it down. When you're in a meeting and your thoughts are going wild, slow down. Slowing down can help you be aware, right? It's hard to be aware when things are moving so fast and it's just like, go, 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 go. I just felt that in my soul. Like that's how teaching is. Go, 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 right? You have to make effort to slow down and know the value in it. Because when you know the value in it, you make it right a priority. And this leads to the next one. And that's breath, breathing. This is a way to slow down. I cannot even tell you um, how many, how often I just tell myself to breathe. Like, just breathe. Like before I used to, before I go into work, I'd just be like, okay, breathe. Someone cuts you off in traffic. Breathe. I literally tell myself to breathe. I even have an app on my phone that used to go off every hour. 
just to tell me to breathe, just to tell me to stop, slow down, be aware, and breathe. But take that time, right, to just breathe. I my last brick and mortar job too, the same school. My I had it go off every fifteen minutes. So every fifteen minutes it would go off, and the kids knew that was my that was my um, alarm to breathe. And some and they would start breathing with me too every fifteen minutes. Didn't matter what was happening. I could be in the middle of a lecture. Um, they could be taking tests. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter what was happening. Every fifteen minutes, stop and slowed it down and took a breath. Did you feel that? Did you feel the energy change? And the last thing is, and this could be where you're building in time, is debrief the end of the day. Debrief what happened. And focus on, make the biggest focus what went right, and then what lessons you learned, right? Don't perseverate on what went wrong, because that doesn't get us anywhere. Um, when we have an event without emotion, we are left with wisdom right? So take the wisdom from the day and what went really well. Celebrate the growth that you made, the growth that a student made, but take time to debrief the day. This helps slow things down too and helps us integrate all the lessons that we learn, right? Because if we go, if we go so fast, right, and we're not paying attention and acknowledging what has happened, then we might lose the lesson, we might lose the lesson. That's what closure is about, right? At the end of our lessons. So have some closure to the end of your day because that's what the day is, right? Right, that's what we're here for, to learn, to grow. It's an adventure and not, again, not just for the students. If we show, students do what we do, not what we say. They can see right through us. So the more that you demonstrate these actions that you'd love for them to have, the more it's naturally going to integrate into their own lives. So I want you to consider taking some time for self. It is not selfish. Focusing on yourself is good for good for the all, for the good of all, right? Focusing on yourself and gonna get a little woo on you. It's good for the collective conscious, right? The more happy people that are out there, and the more growth-based people that are out there, right? The more that that spreads. So it's good for everybody. It's not just for you. Your self-growth, and this is weird and contradictory, but your self-growth is not just for you. For those of you that feel selfish about it, feel selfish that it's not kids first, that it's you first, but it's you first for the good of all. It's good for everybody just your students, aka your family, the people you run into at the grocery store, for you to take some time and work on your own social emotional wellness. I'm here for you. If you have any questions, ideas, want to be on the podcast, feel free to reach out and I will see you next time on self social emotional learning for faculty, SEL for the adults in the building. Have a great week and focus on yourself.